certificates are discounted to 50%. Don't wait. Buy today. Welcome in to the Morning Sports Desk on a Wednesday. How's it going, Corey? Great. How are you? You know, it's a uh, it's a Wednesday that feels like a Tuesday, but it's okay because we're almost to Thursday. I agree Im- explicitly, implicitly, exceptionally, uh, completely. Yes. I, I agree. <laughs> See, I told that to Dan last hour, and it confused him for some reason. Well, so. that's, uh, th- it doesn't take much. <laughs> it doesn't take much to confuse that old guy. He'll get there, though. <laughs> He'll come around eventually. <laughs> we were talking earlier last hour. It's Kevin Hart's birthday today. Oh, okay. Yeah, and uh, he was saying, yeah, he, he was saying, yeah, he makes a lot of people look tall. But, uh, you know, I think everybody looks short compared to Dan, so I think that's the hard thing you always have to factor in. Yeah, he really, um, he's like uh, uh, on the average height in this building. Like he's the anomaly on the, you have to just throw it out. He gives us all like a couple extra inches in height, you know, cause if you put in the average, if you put in the average height of everybody. Right. Like you said, like it's such an outlier that it messes everything up. So yeah, you just gotta, that's, he's the point on the graph. You just, you have to. You have to just rule that one out. Gonna have to shave it off a little bit. (laughs) Yesterday we talked about hot dogs, by the way. Yeah. And uh, I saw this thing about five facts about hot dogs that I want to share with you. Okay. So uh, Joey Chestnut, of course, the American icon, the legend. Yes. uh, You know, we paid his respects yesterday. Do you know that Americans are expected to eat 7 billion hot dogs from Memorial Day to Labor Day, which is considered peak hot dog season? It is. I mean... You got the grill I, going. You yeah. got the cookouts, the I campfires. Picked, I would have picked that time as as hot dog season. Yeah, for sure. Uh, seven? How many? Seven billion. Seven billion with in three a B. Months. Yeah, in three months. Well, a little more than that, I guess. Supermarket sales in the U.S. for hot dogs were two point eight billion in twenty twenty, uh, and that number was up considerably from twenty nineteen. So I don't know if it was the pandemic, you know, that just made people hankering for a hot dog but uh 2.8 billion in 2020 we asked i asked you yesterday because joey chestnut ate 63 hot dogs yeah in in 10 minutes Mm -hmm. do you think you get 63 hot dogs a year see i said yesterday i thought like i could get close to that number and i think i'll stand by that to say i think i'll stand by my previous statement you think you do you think you eat 63 hot dogs a year yeah sure that's like, that's that's just so many. It, it is, <laughs> but it's so not many. at the same time. It's a, it's a it's more than a hot dog a week. Are you eating more than a hot dog a week? Yeah, I'd say so. And and especially during peak hot dog season, I feel like it kind of averages stuff out throughout the year. You eat a lot of hot dogs then, because I I don't even come close. There's no way. Yeah. Everywhere you can get a hot dog, you can also get like a cheeseburger or a slice of pizza, and I always pick those over a hot dog. Yeah, but those are a little more spendy, you know? You got to save a little bit of money, kind of shave some stuff here and there. You know what? That is a decent clarification, and I I disagree. I will 100% spend the dollar more (laughs) (laughs) to get a cheeseburger. I just will. I just, I understand you're not wrong. You're absolutely correct. The hot dog is always cheaper. That's, I will, I will spend at whatever concession stand I'm at. All right. So you want to know what, uh, 
America's favorite hot dog topping is? Um, I if you're from the Midwest, but Chicago, it's probably ketchup. Mustard. Mustard. Yeah, fine. I, I'm totally fine with that. I'm not a mustard guy. More of, just ketchup's fine. Have you ever had a? Uh, I went to a Cubs game one time, mm-hmm. and I showed up with ketchup and mustard on my hot dog, and, and they were. They were just like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> they were ready to kick you out of town? <laughs> yeah, this is not okay, man. You're just going to do that? I'm not from here. Shut your mouth. See, Which is I'll... not a good thing to say to somebody from Chicago, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, onions sometimes, you throw a little bit. Have you ever had a Coney Island dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're, of course. They're fine. Onions, relish, mustard. It's good. It's a good hot dog. I want some ketchup on there. Uh other favorite toppings include onions, 44%, relish, 41%, chili, 30%. Oh, yeah, shout out chili dogs. Cheese, 29%. Of course. Sauerkraut, 20%. I've never, I, you know, it's, sauerkraut and brats is such a logical, like, combination. It never even occurred to me to do sauerkraut with a hot dog. I'm sure it's good. Yeah, you know, I don't eat sauerkraut any other way, by the way, but with a brat. Well, is there is there any other way to eat sauerkraut? Um, I had a friend in junior high. His name was James Piotter. Okay, who would uh, put it in his lip like dip? I uh, I don't know how to feel about that. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that information. You know how to feel with that, and it's the right feeling. <laughs> it sounds gross. It is gross. Only 14% say bacon on a hot dog, 13% say jalapenos, 12% some slaw on top of that dog. Sure, that'd be good. That, all of those things sound very good. Ketchup and mustard and get out of my face. That's <laughs> that's pretty much it for me. So there you go. There's uh, I like I, it. There you go. There's some facts on hot dogs that you didn't need to know, but now you know. Uh, by the way, nothing included on this list about what hot dogs are actually made of, but that's fine. They're just made of stuff. They're it's made fine. of stuff. Don't worry about Why it. Why do we have to know what everything is made of all the time? Yeah, come on. Just put it in your body. Come it's on fine. If, are, should you be eating 63 of them in 10 minutes? Probably not. Will you get away with having two of them at a cookout? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's fine. Cover the thing in mustard. You won't even know. It's fine. It's fine. You're allowed to eat everything. Just be careful how much of everything you eat. You yeah. know what I mean? Moderation. It's Look totally okay. Look at you. They made a food pyramid on purpose. <laughs> and just, then changed the food pyramid. Just, that's, there is no food pyramid anymore. They've gotten rid of it completely. But the concept the, applies. The concept applies. It's We're not old a food school. pie chart of just hot dogs. Yeah. They, they Never in the history of ever has it been recommended you only eat hot dogs. <laughs> So when just, that day comes. When that day comes, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut's probably president, king. right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so the Twins, by the way, uh, they got another win over the White Sox last night. Uh, in that game, they hit, uh, they hit five home runs. They sure did. So. Um, you know who's been not so sneakily awesome? Alex Kirilov? No, he's, I mean, yes. Yes, that's a good, that's a good answer, but that's not who I was thinking of. Darn it. All right. Um, uh, the, the cuz, the cuz himself, uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's cousin. Ah, yeah, yeah. He's been like a good, 
remember for the first like three weeks we're like I uh, maybe he's not quite ready yet. He got sent down for Royce Lewis for like about three hours and had to get back on the train over to Saint, from St. Paul back to Minneapolis. Dude's been ready. He's been doing really well. The Twins minor league player of the year last year. I mean, nobody knew who he was uh, probably about 15 months ago. And then he got called up from double A to triple A in like the first month of 2021. And he hit like his first five at bats, I think, in triple A were home runs. Yeah, he hit so many home runs. And ever since then, Twins fans have been enamored with him because, you know, third base was a logical hole to fill. And now he's been getting some reps at first base, getting some reps at third base. He kind of can go at those corner spots. Yeah, he's going to, I saw somebody make this comment yesterday. It's, you know, if you put Polanco, and Arise, and Buxton, Kirilov, Miranda, like all those guys in a lineup together is pretty darn good for the Twins. So what happens when Sano is ready? Well, he's starting, I think, his rehab stint in, in, in down in Fort Myers. Yep. Like, relatively soon. Are they just gonna, like, DFM or whatever the term is? I think basically, well, it's a, it's a weird situation because he's technically in the last year of his contract, so you would think that that would mean that the Twins wouldn't really care what's going on, but they weirdly might actually want to finish it out. Just because they're like, that's the final year of his contract. Let's see what he's got left. Let's see what he's got left in the tank. But I seriously think when he comes back, he's going to have to platoon. I mean, look at the Twins' first base options. There's Luis Arise. The best hitter in baseball. There's Jose Miranda, who's coming in his own. Yep. And he's not going to start over Gio Urshela at third base every day. Nope. Alex Kirilov, who's been playing, who plays, probably is the team's best fielding first baseman. So yes. he's that option. Uh, I mean, arise when arise is over there. Yeah, like, but arise is five foot two. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, Kirilov <laughs> has a little bit more of the build you want in it. Arise is not your typical first baseman. No, but it's the point of there. The Twins have a lot of good problems, which is you have a lot of good hitters, and you got to try and figure out how to put them in the lineup together. Now, the the Twins, and especially Rocco Baldelli's Twins, definitely lean more into platoon and kind of shuffle guys around and yep. whatever. But, I mean, Sano's not coming back to be a starter. I'm going to tell you that much. How He's going to be a platoon player. How about this, though? They need pitching, right? Yeah. The Twins need pitching. Is Urshela the trade piece? Is Sano the trade? You can't trade Sano. He's hurt. He's hurt, and so, he's in the final year of his contract, and he's so Sano's basically tra- untradeable. Who's the trade piece? It's got to be Urshela, right? Which he's, moves Miranda over to third, and now Sano's platooning with the rise at first. What if a team calls for Miranda though? What if? What if they want Miranda? What if the, he's the, like, let's say uh, I, Frankie Montes, the Oakland pitcher, really yeah. good. He's like the ace of the trade deadline. Like everybody's going to want him. If you, if Oakland calls for him, do you give up Jose Miranda? It's a tough one. I I think you counter with Urshela because Urshela's more expensive and is just not a piece you keep around as long. Yeah, like, no. There, you know, there's Urshela's definitely a short term solution. Arbitration things that come up with Miranda that just keep keep him cheaper for longer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a it's a fair question. I mean, I, I think it's a totally fair question. I I think for a starter. Probably. Yeah. I think for a starter like Montes, probably. Uh, for a reliever, probably not. No, a reliever, you're not going to. It better be uh, prime Mariano Rivera if you're going to trade a good prospect for. 
somebody think that's, hits. I think that's fair. But there's going to be a piece on this team or two that moves. I mean, there better be. There, there's going to have right? to. If not, you're going to have to give up. Like Spencer Steer is a prospect. I believe he's in Double A. He's absolutely mashing the ball. Yep. Uh, he's been somebody Oakland has looked at. If well, the who who is he? What does he play? What he's an outfielding prospect. Yeah, went to play okay, college get, ball. Let him have it. Let, yeah. Send him. You know how many outfielders they have that are 25 and younger? Yeah. That are currently really good on this roster? I mean, you got to figure out <laughs> Kirilov, Larnick, Buxton, Celestino, uh, Kepler. There's mm-hmm. just so many. And I get that Kepler maybe isn't the long-term piece as much with now right. that you have all these outfielders. But still, yeah, the Twins are going to have to trade a couple prospects. And Twins fans are going to have to be ready. And a, 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 a prospect and or a starter. Yeah, like a guy on this team that's playing well, Gio Urshela, Max Kepler, Larnack. Like, what do you think of those? One of those guys, Kirilov. Like, mm-hmm. one of those guys is Gunner, if not more than that. Yeah, at, at least if they want to win this year, they're good. This is this is a good team. The one thing I'll say about the Twins, because about two weeks ago it was looking pretty bleak with Cleveland coming in and looked like they were looked like Cleveland was playing really hot and they were going to come in and take the division and it was going to be a fight the rest of the year. All of a sudden, Cleveland's lost like four out of their last five. Yeah, and the Twins have won five out of their last four, Which something is like that. What Cle- Cleveland's not supposed to be good. four out of their last five. Fractions, whatever. Cleveland's not good. No, they're not. No one expect what they were doing was fun, but this is not like I, they're just regressing to the mean a little bit. I think the Twins single handedly kept Cleveland in the division race by having the bullpen <laughs> meltdown. It's true because if the Twins win like two or three, two of those three games that they should have won, I mean the Twins lead in the division's even bigger. Right. The White Sox, by the way, are they got some issues? They sure do. They probably Not the with least their, of which is their 9,000-year-old manager. I was going to say, the clubhouse, I feel like, might need a retinkering. But anyway, uh, speaking of retinkering, if that's a word, yeah. uh, very quickly, before you uh, head out, super conferences in college football, and college sports, but let's be honest, that's always about football. Uh, the Big Ten has poached UCLA, yep. the University of California, Los Angeles, and the University of Southern California to come play in the old Midwestern Conference, three yards in a cloud of dust. How do you feel about that? Uh, I think it's dumb. I think it's 100% dumb. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny that the Big Ten now ranges from literally the Pacific Ocean to the Atlantic Ocean. Literally. Uh, I think that's funny. Imagine I think if this, you're Rutgers getting to join in on this. I think it's dumb. I don't know. It's bad. I, I am. I am not. Uh, I'm a pretty like. What's the right word here? Like progressive type person. Like let's move on. I get it. It's okay. You're not a purist. I'm not a purist in almost anything. Um, this just feels weird. It just feels weird. Now it doesn't feel weird if you're originally from the Big Ten. Like okay, whatever you you've tacked on Rutgers, you've tacked on Nebraska, you've tacked now you're going to tack on USC and UCLA. Okay, that's it almost it doesn't change, but like, and fortunately for USC and UCLA, it doesn't change. Like they'll be in the same division probably and get to play each other and whatever. But like, I don't know. It just seems weird that like we're not far away from Oregon and Oregon State not being able to play each other. Yeah, and what are really important games? Like, imagine not being able to play Wisconsin every single year, and how important of a game that is mm-hmm. for 
for silly reasons, uh, admittedly. But like that's a that sucks. That would suck. It's the, this sucks. The biggest thing about college football and college sports is the tradition, and losing that definitely is probably the biggest thing to any of this. It's totally more fun. It's totally more fun. Uh, it's I should say it's totally less fun now. I think, but whatever. I'll still watch on Saturdays. Hundred percent, and yeah, these the Big Ten is now at the Big Ten now is what'll be sixteen teams. It'll this change won't happen until twenty twenty three, like the fall of twenty twenty three. But still, it's a lot of change in college sports, a lot of just moving pieces, and and really uh, the whole landscape of college sports is really going to change with all these conferences moving, uh, super conferences. That I mean, just everything is going on, uh, topsy turvy. Because they're poaching them from other conferences, and conferences are poaching schools from other teams. Uh, it, it's a mess right now. And weirdly enough, uh, you know, athletes finally getting paid in terms of name, image, and likeness, finally being able to sign sponsorship deals and do all this stuff, that hasn't done any damage to college sports. Uh, the biggest one will probably be this. Uh, schools changing conferences willy-nilly. And let's be honest, it does come down to the dollar signs. Just... Just a little bit. All right, this has been the Morning Sports Desk for Wednesday, the 6th of July. Here's the lowdown on lowering bad cholesterol from Lecvio. Lowering bad cholesterol is hard, but you could do hard. You live through five fad diets, 11 sleep training nights, nine mediocre middle school recitals, one heart attack, and with Lecvio, you can lower your bad cholesterol and keep it low with two doses a year after two starter doses. Prescription Lecvio in glycerin is given by a doctor for people with known heart disease on a statin with diet who need more help lowering bad cholesterol. Common side effects were injection site reaction, joint pain, urinary tract infection, diarrhea, chest cold, pain in legs or arms, and shortness of breath. Results may vary. Learn more at Lecvio.com. Or call 1-833-537-8462. Ask your doctor about Lecvio. That's L-E-Q-V-I-O. Lower, longer, Lecvio. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today.